1: The Rebels Podcast. This is our seventh prologue episode, and our final prologue yes. episode before the premiere of Star Wars Rebels on Disney XD and Disney Channel. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen, and with me, as always, my faithful co-pilot, Matt the Crankster Cranky.
0: Hey, Mike, what's up? Yeah, we're, we're right there, man. We're, we're a week and some, oh, roughly two weeks or so, a week and a half, whatever, yep. to the... To the premiere man, the one hour premiere on Disney So it's exciting, this is our last, like you said, our last little prologue episode Before we get into yeah. the show October so, 3rd, October 3rd, 3rd is
1: when the, uh, when the movie airs And then that following Monday, October 6th will be when we record And, uh, and, and uh, you guys will have that episode pretty quick I'll, 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 be, I'll be pretty uh, uh, disciplined on that <laughs> yeah. um, Because we want to get right out there yeah. with this Rebel stuff but uh, from there on, I mean, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what it's going to be like. But uh, hopefully, we get episode after episode without too many breaks. Yeah, get through the first season. But uh, before we do that, we have a few more of these these Rebels shorts to recap mm-hmm. for you guys. So, um, Matt, did you have any news you wanted to talk really quick before we jumped uh, into yeah.
0: that? You know, it's just it's just crazy on the the amount of Rebels. Info that's out there right yeah. now. I mean, it's really hard to stay spoiler free because apparently there's. I just saw this a few days ago. I mean, there's there's descriptions for all these episodes up to episode I think number five is the last one I saw. Where you if you really, yeah. really want to know what's going on, and you can find synopses of these of these episodes. So I'm trying to be disciplined and 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 not watch and not look at any of this. So I haven't looked at any of that. There's one episode entitled. I think it's the fourth one titled The Rise of the Old Masters. It sounds really intriguing. Like, whoa, what, what could this be about? And yeah. I know there's a synopsis for this thing sitting out there, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and wait. And, and we actually got, Mike, information about, like, who's doing these shorts. I mean, who they were directed and written by. Even the movie, we know it's directed by Stuart Lee and Stephen Lee, his brother, and written by Kinberg himself. So these are some of the guys that... We've seen in the Clone Wars. I mean, Henry Gilroy is writing. Uh, Stuart Lee, like I said, is doing a lot of the directing. Uh, even Filoni's done a, directing a couple of these shorts. So, knowing that a lot of the, they're pulling a lot of this talent from the Clone Wars, and they did such a good job with the Clone Wars that uh, seeing them get some work in this Rebels and, and put their talents to Rebels is going to be is really cool. So I'm I'm happy to see some of these familiar names. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. What was the first story you what you were going to talk about? i
1: i believe art attack is the is the first one okay that we're
0: gonna do here this one was written by uh greg weissman himself so uh this is um has to do with our favorite well not our favorite but a lot of people's already favorite uh mando so you want to yeah. start off mike yeah sure
1: Uh, Under a moonlit night sky on Lothal, uh, Sabine Wren sits perched on a rooftop waiting to create a diversion for the rest of the ghost crew. She slips past a distracted guard and leaps over a high wall surrounding an Imperial airfield. Sticking to the shadows, Sabine moves quickly and quietly through the base and takes cover behind the wing of a TIE fighter.
0: Uh, Two stormtroopers patrolling the base hear a strange noise coming from behind the fighter. And they go to investigate. They find Sabine using purple spray paint to decorate the wing of the ship in her trademark Phoenix insignia. They order her to stop, or they'll shoot. And she tells them to go ahead. The troopers briefly share a confused glance, and when they turn back to Sabine, she has disappeared. She taunts them from behind another Tie fighter, and the troops open fire. But Sabine easily slips away. I got a comment about that, Mike. But I'll let you, yeah. you want to finish it up? Uh, no, go ahead. We, let's, oh, let's, let's well, you know what's funny is is like the stormtroopers is, is what I started thinking about when I was watching this, and how far they have come from the clone troopers that we've seen in the Clone Wars, and uh, and just how like in the OT these these stormtroopers that we seen seeing the rebels are just just like the OT. They're they're kind of I mean this is why they're not good at shooting and they're not necessarily the brightest because now we've yeah. learned that they've been recruited. So it's not your highly trained, highly dna or what do you want to call it, you know, built in a lab soldier. These yeah. are just your everyday citizens that are like, hey, let's go to the academy and, and try to be stormtroopers and, and try to be cool or whatever. So that's kind of what I got out of, especially this first part is just the stormtroopers, what we're gonna see from them in this series, is the OT like the they can't shoot and they're a little bit, little dumb, but uh, yeah. <laughs> that's okay though. But that's kind of what I got from that. Uh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, cool. Uh, more guards join the pursuit, and Sabine lends the, leads them. Sorry, on a chase around the airfield, all the while making snide remarks about the stormtroopers' poor accuracy and predictability. She eventually leads them right back to where they started. Only this time, the Imperials find that Sabine has added an armed explosive to her artwork on the TIE Fighter. Sabine leaps over the wall to safety as an explosion of orange flame and purple smoke ignites behind her. Hera congratulates her on a job well done, and Sabine looks back to admire her colorful handiwork. So, one of my favorite things here with all of these shorts Mm -hmm. is that we're getting... We're getting these sneak peeks into the characters, right? Like that's kind of what each of these is. We got that excellent one with uh, that that we've already talked about with um, Machine uh, and Hera and uh, and and uh, I just finished reading a book about them, Kanan. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, of course, Hera and Kanan, Um, and uh, and we get to see a little bit of what their relationship is looking like, and I use that word relationship with italics, because mm. um, it's very interesting, but then, uh, you know, here we get to see a little bit more about, about Sabine and, and how she does stuff, and I mean, none of this is really surprising, it's kind of everything that we've already found out about her, which is that she's very, um, she's very, uh, uh clever, artistic, right. uh, quick, she's good at what she does, um, all that sort of stuff, but it's fun so far it's been a lot of talking about like oh these characters are this 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 and this but finally with these shorts we're starting to see how they act how they what mm-hmm. their characters are like right and uh and and it's just it's such a great variety but at the same time there's a common thread that that really ties this group together as a as as what i think will be a really a really cool family right like very similar right. to that that ot feel of uh of Luke, Han, Leia, Chewie, three yeah. PO, and R two, right? Right, exactly. Um, yeah. Where, like, they they definitely they've got you can tell that that they've been hanging out with each other for a while because there's a little bit of similarity in uh, sort of the playfulness, right? Like they all know each other's quirks and idiosyncrasies. So uh, when Hera comes on the comm and is is like, you know, how's that distraction coming? Yeah, and uh, and Sabine's pretty much like. Oh well, you know, I just got to put my, uh, you know, you know, my signature twist on it, <laughs> and uh, and and then at the end when it's like, oh, that was a great great distraction, mission accomplished, and and uh, Sabine is like, yeah, mission accomplished, but more importantly, look how pretty it is, right? Like look at <laughs> look at look at my incredibly beautiful artwork, right? Right.
0: Um,
1: I also like that that these guys are heroes, and so. Uh, in this in particular Like we see the explosives and that sort of thing But it's more They're more fireworks than they are Improvised explosive devices Right? Like it's more It's more of a, a, a You know mm-hmm. Sort of a like it, it, It's a distraction more so than, than Something lethal because when we cut Back to those stormtroopers They're all covered in orange and purple paint But they're still alive Right? right? So um, I like that, and, and I don't know if some people might might have a problem with that because they want to see something a little bit more brutal. Right. Um, I do think that we will see some of that Clone Wars pedigree of, of very shocking, sort of uh, surprising violence every now and then. But I think one thing that happened with Clone Wars is that it became very quickly apparent that they had to one-up themselves every season. Mm-hmm. right so it got to the point where they had that running gag of every season they'd chop some heads off and it kind of got more and more and more right
0: right, right. <laughs> um
1: so every season they kind, of, they kind of upped the the number of heads chopped off in one swipe <laughs> by a lightsaber and i think i think that they're pulling away from that a little bit uh a because of the the disney xd element of it like this show's going to be just a little bit different in that sense and i think because uh the clone wars it was a war right like they were it was often the bad guys doing that sort of thing Mm -hmm. and uh and and it was sort of the brutality of that war and the futility of it and sort of to drive home just how far the jedi had fallen that they were fighting that war but here i think what we want to see are heroes being heroes so to have them not necessarily going for the kill strike, and uh, and and being a little bit more, um, a little bit more compassionate, a little bit more playful, a little bit more forgiving in their in their tactics, that's something that I that, that I'm excited to see. It's also, uh, it also makes sense with the story mm-hmm. because these guys are not the rebel alliance they're a group of rebels mm-hmm. right so they don't have the backing of of you know the mon calamari fleet or mon mothma or bail organa yet um, so they need to keep a low profile they need to do things their way they're they're insurgents right like it's um they're more like the 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 rebels in the episode uh, the the all of the Onderon mm-hmm. stuff that happened in, in what's that the beginning of season 5 right of of the Clone Wars uh, it's it's more of that sort of thing where they can't they're not going to be able to fight the fight quite the same way as you know Obi-Wan and Anakin and their clone troopers did they're going to have to fight it a little bit more on the sneaky side and the clever side and they have to they have to deal strikes against the Empire because they don't have an army behind them to, to take it out right mm-hmm. so I think that's what we're seeing here with Sabine and and her way of doing things is, you know, whatever it was that the rest of the ghost crew was doing, her job was just to distract the Imperials. It wasn't to kill a bunch of guys, right? And that the character still morally has the high ground because those stormtroopers were trying to kill her. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't trying to kill them. She was just distracting them, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I think that it's a it's a nuanced thing and I think that there probably will be some blowback to that sort of, that aspect of the show. Because I do think that people want to see more Clone Wars, but this is going to be a very different show.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully if those fans are listening to us right now, uh, they can just hear me say, it makes sense, <laughs> right? Like it's not, this isn't the Clone Wars, the Clone Wars are over. And uh, I don't know, they've, well, they've got a lot more to fear from the Empire.
0: So. yeah I, I think I would I would almost put myself into that category Mike right? because yeah. I you just talked about like the the, the brutality we're not going to see or the lack of it that we might not see in this because of, of what it is what time frame and what sh- what channel it's on and all that and it kind of yeah. it kind of would it kind of concerns me a little because you know like especially us older Star Wars fans we kind of want to see some of that that um, I don't know more adult oriented Storylines kind of like the, that we got in the Clone Wars, yeah. but but we'll see. You know, like these are just shorts, and and uh, just like you said, like little playful introductions to what who these characters are. And I think maybe later on, and and even in this first season, maybe in the middle, when we start to get to some of the to the crux of what's really going on with Agent Callus and and the Inquisitor, we might see some some more brutality or some some heavier stuff. So I, I would throw myself into that category, you know. So. Um, but you did talk about how well, like especially in this one, like they know how this crew knows each other, yeah. And you're actually going to get that even even some more with the next one, Entanglement, uh, Mike. With uh, this is also directed by Justin Ridge, written by Henry Gilroy and Simon Kinberg. And uh, let's you want to start that one next, Entanglement. Yeah, sure. and this is the one that has to do with with Zeb, yeah, and his. Uh, What happens to him In an alley So uh, Zeb Aurelius Wanders the streets Of Lothal uh, Looking for his Comrade Kanan Jarrus There was supposed to be In an alley By the marketplace But Zeb is in the wrong alley He doesn't find Kanan But he does find A pair of stormtroopers Harassing An Ugnaught Merchant And his astromech droid Zeb smashes The droids Or the troopers heads Together Knocking them unconscious But he is spotted By more imperials And tells Kanan That he will be A little late For the rendezvous
1: uh, the stormtroopers chase Zeb through the streets and into an open square where a TIE fighter is parked. Zeb climbs atop the fighter and out of sight, then jumps down and ambushes the troopers when they get close. He extends his collapsible electrostaff and knocks out wave after wave of stormtroopers, with Kanan scolding him over the comlink for his habit of getting lost and starting fights with Imperials.
0: That's uh, that's the part that I love, Mike. I mean, we are talking yeah. about how well they know each other, and these two are kind of jaw-jacking with each other over the comm link, yeah. and Zeb is able to, to continue on doing what he's doing, and and Kanan knows, he can just hear what's going on, which makes yeah. the scene kind of funny. Well, uh, he cracks
1: one of the stormtroopers in the head at one point, and the sound must be very familiar to Kanan, <laughs> because he's like, are yeah. you fighting stormtroopers?
0: Right, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it's great. He's like, no, no, right.
1: just... Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I'm
0: fighting Stormtroopers. Great, great line. (laughs) Yeah, Um, the embarrassed TIE pilot calls his commander for reinforcements. Zeb knocks the pilot unconscious and scrambles back atop the fighter for cover as a new squad of troopers arrive and open fire. Blaster bolts strike the TIE's hull, causing it to leak fuel. Zeb notices the danger just in time before more blaster fire ignites the fuel and causes the fighter to explode in a bright ball of flame.
1: Uh, The stunned Ugnaught merchant looks on as Zeb emerges from a cloud of black smoke. Stepping over the scattered bodies of incapacitated stormtroopers, the Ugnaught offers Zeb credits for his assistance, but Zeb declines and helps himself to one of the merchant's Jogan fruits instead. Kanan congratulates Zeb for destroying the fighter and says that he'll follow the smoke to come pick him up. (laughs) A fresh wave of troops comes running around a corner to investigate the disturbance, and Zeb grins he extends his weapon ready to go another round against the imperials so yeah like we're we're i, I, I love these because we're getting these tastes mm-hmm. of the characters um, it drove me a little bit nuts because i was kind of like just premiere the show already <laughs> because it was just like it was uh, it was just that appetizer of it right it's like if somebody you go to a party and uh, and you're going to be there for like for like 5 hours right yeah. And all they've got out are cheese and crackers. <laughs> and you're like, well, they're really great cheese and crackers and everything. And I appreciate the cheese and crackers. But, like, is there going to be anything else soon? Because yeah. I'm getting hungry. Yeah, where's the entrees <laughs> at, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. So, like, I love everything about these clips. But, but I just, I'm so excited. For the series to start proper, so that we can get right into it, yeah. but I, uh, but you know, we're not there yet. So let's talk a little bit about this. Um, I like Zeb; his fighting style is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a lot like. Uh, it, we've kind of talked about him. He's kind of the Chewbacca of the group, right? Um, but he's kind of got his own unique elements as well. Um, obviously, he's based off of the original concept for Han Solo who was a like it's it as with many characters in star wars han solo was originally like a, a six alien, foot right? tall seven foot tall alien green right. alien guy right. right so they kind of based the design off of that and and like a lot of characters uh that character was split into two so han solo became han and chewbacca was the was the alien co-pilot right mm-hmm. right um so so Zeb is kind of based more so off of Chewie, I think, with the sort of got the honor guard thing, and he's, he's more of a hand-to-hand combat fighter. Um, I like that he's got the electro staff, because that means that we've got, we'll have three characters who will have the ability to block a lightsaber, um, mm-hmm. and we won't have to worry about lightsaber fights always involving Kanan Amen. and Ezra. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, against the Inquisitor, right, or whoever else might show up with a lightsaber, um, but we've got this other character who has a weapon that can that can deal with that. And on sort of um, sort of on the flip side of that, as a matter of fact, uh, in the uh, in the new Star Wars Rebels visual dictionary, the visual guide mm-hmm. that that DK Books put out, that I gotta give DK a shout out really quick because they were actually cool enough to send uh, to send us a whole bunch of copies of, uh, of, of the different Star Wars books that they've got out right now. Mm-hmm. But in there, they've got a diagram of Zeb's staff. And, uh, and I remember them talking about with, um, oh, uh, what's his name? What's the, what's the bad guy's name?
0: Agent Callus?
1: Yeah, Agent Callus. Mm-hmm. That he has a weapon similar to Zeb's. And there's diagrams in here of that as well. And you can see just how similar they are. So again, like that's another character mm-hmm. that that will have that ability to, to handle a lightsaber. And I think that that was really clever to to build it into Zeb's backstory, and then uh, build off of that backstory with Agent Callus and give him the same weapon. Mm-hmm. So that not only will we see Agent Callis and uh, and Zeb fight, but we'll also Get to see you know those those electrostaff weapons used against against our Jedi characters, right? right. So, um, it's just a good way of having a little bit of variety and making making those lightsabers not quite the be all end all, and and giving giving Agent Callus and Zeb uh, a fighting chance in a lightsaber fight. So I I think that's really cool. Um, but then on top of that, Zeb has this great fighting ability uh, that that's 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 like hand-to-hand fighting he's much more um <laughs> hands-on I guess is, is the way to say it <laughs> yeah. than uh than we've seen with uh Kanan or or Hera or or Sabine right so right. he's uh he's very much all about that sort of thing
0: right and it looks like he's gonna bring a lot of uh comedic stuff to the show as well I Tim our content guy here at, at Rebels Podcast and all that he um he had mentioned you know, when he saw the, the premiere yeah. that he went into it not having really a favorite character, if I remember right. And he said he came out of it thinking, wow, this Zeb guy really impressed me and, and how they wrote the character and how, his, uh, how the voice acting was and the, and, the whole, and the whole story that involved Zeb, <clears throat> uh, that he came out just loving this character and one, one of his favorite characters coming out of the show so far. So yeah. that's exciting to hear. And uh, just seeing this and the other clip of him where he's uh, trying to imitate uh, a Chewie or a, you know, a, a Wookiee growl. And he, and he kind of says, I'll oh, forget it. And he just punches the, the I think it's a Stormtrooper. Uh, yeah. It's in one of the other clips. Like, yeah, that's that was hilarious. Uh, it made me laugh. And it's like, that's just great writing. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, what Tim was talking about in this character, Zeb. So, yeah, good absolutely. stuff coming from him. Uh, the last one we have is Property of... Ezra Bridger, and this one was directed by Dave Filoni and also written by Simon Kinberg. And Mike, you want to go ahead and start this one off?
1: Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, Ezra Bridger is out for a stroll on the grassy plains of Lothal when a cloud overhead suddenly lights up with red and green flashes. The starship Ghost emerges from the cloud, pursued by an Imperial TIE fighter. Ezra watches in awe as the ships exchange laser fire. The ghost tail gunner lands a hit on the, Imperial gun sh- on the Imperial ship, causing it to crash, and Ezra dashes off to investigate the wreckage.
0: Ezra pries open the hatch of the fin- uh, fighter's cockpit and finds that the pilot inside is still alive and also extremely rude and ungrateful for his help. Ezra scurries around the cockpit, feigning concern for the pilot's well-being while discreetly removing a few valuable gadgets from the control console. He snatches the baffled pilot's helmet and leaps from the cockpit, finally admitting that he really wanted some tech to sell on the black market. So I'm imagining, Mike, that this must be... Um, okay, so first of all, are the, these shorts aren't what aren't in the movie. These are just extra stuff we get to check out, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I think I talked right. to, to Tim about it, and he was saying, yeah, no, these are... At least, I, I think, because when the first one came out, I had asked him that, and he was like, no, mm-hmm. that's not it's not in the movie. Right. Yeah, so I think okay. that this is, uh, I think I think the idea with this one, because uh, there's sort of that backstory element about Ezra that feel. he collects yeah. helmets, right? Right. So, this so is I think, that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think this is one of those one of those moments where he's uh, he, he's definitely collected one of the helmets.
0: Right. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It was just like this is like just an intro to who this kid is and and why yeah. he's they said he's he likes to collect imperial stuff and all that. So. Um, yeah. I just want to clarify that that this is not actually part of any of the season. It's just, it's just yeah. extra stuff we get to check out. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Uh, the infuriated
1: pilot fires up his ship's laser cannons and takes aim at the fleeing thief. Ezra hears the cannons firing up and ducks to the side with lightning-fast reflexes as green laser bolts come flying in his direction. The pilot is bewildered when the dust settles and he sees that he has missed his target. So I'm just going to say... Mm-hmm because uh, Kyle, Kyle Avery, our good friend, uh, also one of the hosts of uh, Star Wars: The Saga Continues, over at StarWarsTSC.com, that you guys should go check out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he writes our recaps for us, uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say that I'm, I'm gonna contest him on what he wrote in this, uh, okay. in this part of the recap. I don't think Ezra heard the cannons firing up. I mm. think
0: Ezra sensed it with the force. I was just gonna. I was gonna say that it seems right. like that's our first intro to him. Yeah, using the force and he it was very. S- it. yeah, yeah, it's very
1: similar to that moment in the in the seven minute extended preview. Exactly, yeah. where he sort of he senses Kanan, right? That he senses another force user nearby. Mm-hmm. So I think it was very similar to that. It's a lot like you know Luke's ability to pilot a T sixteen and Anakin's ability to fly pod racers, mm-hmm. right? Like they yeah. have that inherent sixth sense. Of what's gonna happen, so yeah. So that's that's all. I just wanted to, I you know, it's it's, but it's open for debate. That's one of the great things about Star Wars. It's like, <laughs> did he hear it? Did he sense it? What was going on there? It's a little bit murky. Yeah,
0: I I, I tend to I took the same you know thoughts as you did, Mike, when I first saw that. I, I was thinking, yeah. oh yeah, he just he sensed it. He doesn't know why. It's like a spidey sense, you know. He doesn't know why yeah. or anything. He just. He just did. So, uh, I'll finish it up here. Ezra fires back at the TIE fighter with energy balls, launched from a wrist-mounted slingshot. The projectiles glance off the ship's hull and the pilot laughs at Ezra's feeble attack. Ezra fires again, this time launching his projectile in a high arc. The shot comes down uh, right through the open hatch of the fighter and stuns the pilot unconscious. Pleased with himself, Ezra puts on his stolen helmet and gives the pilot a mocking salute before marching off across the plains. And uh, like you said, the Force thing, definitely there. I see that. But like you said, yeah. it's open for debate. But this kind of end shot was kind of like, oh, yeah, he's collecting the helmets. He's walking off. He's, he's proud of himself. And uh, a nice little nice little intro for Ezra. And uh, I'm kind of glad that these aren't going to be in because, like you said, I mean, we just got we have so much, we've seen so much. I feel like I've seen like half the season already with all the stuff. I'm like, I'm so glad that these aren't going to be in that we're going to see totally fresh stuff because like you said, it's, we just been hand-fed all of this great, you know, hors d'oeuvres, man. It's time for that, for oh, that main total. course. So uh, totally. finishing up with this, Mike, anything you wanted to add with Ezra? Um, well, I just want
1: to say uh, you got, I loved it. I, I loved this introduction to the character. I like seeing a little bit more. Of, mm-hmm. But, you know, like we've been saying, we want more. Yeah. Um, so on that note, I am going to say... Uh, and, you know, it's a little bit... DK sends, sends me these books so that I can tell you guys how awesome they are, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I full disclosure that they were, they're free review copies and everything. So maybe my opinion is a little bit biased. But if you are like me and you can't get enough of Rebels and it hasn't started yet, my suggestion is to actually pick up this visual guide. Because... Uh, I haven't even finished reading through all of it yet. I've just kind of been going through it bit by bit um, in sort of in in preparation for this episode, trying to say, in preparation for the beginning of the series. But it does kind of contain some spoilery material. Um, There's a few things that it's like, oh, you know, you're going to see vehicles, you're going to see weapons, you're going to see characters Mm -hmm. that we don't really know about yet that we haven't gotten other official sources from. So uh, I mean, like, there's a whole thing in here about about cicatro uh, Visago, who's a character that we know very little about, unless you've actually read mm-hmm. his his uh, stuff here in the in the visual guide. But um, it's an excellent book if you if you're like me and you don't really care that much about spoilers and you just kind of want to get more information. There's even some really cool stuff about uh, about the design of the show. So it's not just like one of these sort of in universe, like, oh, take a look at all these things. Here are all these different spaceships, that sort of thing. But it's also a little bit of a behind the scenes look at how they made the show. So, how they hmm, kind of, nice. what the characters were inspired by, how they go about making an episode. So, it's kind of like five pages towards the back of the book that do that. Um, and one thing we're going to do DK was awesome and sent me two copies of the Rebels visual guide. So we're actually going to give one away right. to one of our listeners. So uh, what I'm going to ask you guys to do, what uh, our, our faithful listeners, is uh, you write in your emails to... Uh, oh man, what's our email? It's rebelspodcast at gmail.com, right? right. Yep. Uh, so write in to us and let us know who's your favorite character. Who's your favorite character so far? Which one of the Rebels... Uh, Is is your favorite? Uh, You know what? Which one? It doesn't matter if they're the rebels. It might be, it might be that Agent Callis is your favorite, or it might be that the Inquisitor is. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, uh, let us know. Uh, Write us a whole little thing, and uh, and I'm gonna pick one of those at random, and we'll read a couple out on our next episode, which will be our official premiere episode. That's right. Uh, It'll be episode. Zero zero one of uh, of the Rebels podcast, and uh, and you know we'll we'll talk about about favorite characters once we've kind of got a little bit more information and we've seen that movie and that sort of thing, but uh, but one of the people who writes in to tell us about that is gonna get themselves a free copy of the Star Wars Rebels visual guide, Sweet. and uh, coming up in the next couple episodes, I'm gonna kind of take take the time and look at these other books that they've that they've sent me. And kind of talk about them one at a time. But just so you guys know, we'll be talking about Star Wars in 100 scenes. So it kind of this is a really cool book because it recaps the saga. It recaps all the way from Episode One straight through to the end of Return of the Jedi uh, in in a hundred scenes, like a hundred important scenes from the movie. Right. And it's really cool because it's got all this great sort of uh, background information about everything. Uh, it's a great source for any young Star Wars fans who are sort of, you know, uh, trying to to bone up on their Star Wars information. It's a bit of like an, an encyclopedia, but just on sort of the history of what mm. happened throughout the movies themselves. Right. So, uh, really, really cool book. Uh, I've also got the Lego Star Wars Visual Dictionary updated and expanded, which came with a cool little Sweet. Luke Skywalker figure. but. This is incredible because this is updated right up until the current sets that are on the shelves right now. Mm -hmm. So that's the Republic police gunship, the Ghost, all sorts of stuff. Even the Micro Fighters, the Micro Fighter Millennium Falcon, all those things. Um, It's a really, really cool book, especially if you're a Lego collector, not just a Star Wars collector. So uh, that's that's a really cool one that we'll be talking about at some point. And, uh, and, and a couple more books They sent me the uh, There's kind of like one of these young reader ones which is, which is kind of cool It's an introduction to all of the different characters um, But it's great for younger readers um, Which I probably won't talk about it too much Because it's not really It's, it's like 10 pages long um, But then there's these other ones That are totally different That are not the sort of thing that I would ever pick up myself But that are awesome for kids uh, one is the Ultimate Factivity Collection, which goes through all the Star Wars movies and has a whole bunch of cool, like, little sort of, like, trivia things and, like, how to draw an X-Wing and, you know, like... There's one really cool part where it's, like, it shows all of Darth Maul's tattoos on his face mm-hmm. and it talks about how he's a Zabrak and, and it's got a picture of Eth Koth as well. And then on the on the next page, it's got, like, a blank face where you can draw your own... Darth Maul or Zabrak tattoo, tattoo? pattern, nice. which is really cool. So it's it's a really cool, fun way for young Star Wars fans to sort of interactively learn all about Star Wars. And it's got tons of stickers all throughout it. Um, and then the other book, the last book, is the Star Wars Rebels Ultimate Sticker Collection, which is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, it's basically a book... You remember those books back in the day that were like the the... Like, you'd get the book, and it had all, the like, the spots to put the stickers. Oh, yeah. And then you'd yeah. get those little packages of stickers, and you you, you were trying to kind of, like, collect all the <laughs> stickers and put them in all the places.
0: All right.
1: And you'd always end up with, like, the same five stickers all the time. It was always, like, the lamest one. It was, like, a bunch of, like, like uh, random Gungan soldier if it was episode one or something like that, right? Like, it's not... <laughs> like you, you just want more Darth Maul stickers to put on like your binder and stuff, right? <laughs> but this book is kind of like it's kind of like all of that wrapped into one. So there's a good like, uh, like a, about thirty pages to put the stickers on, but then that's only like the first third, maybe even the first fourth of the book, like the first quarter of the book. The rest of the book is the stickers to put inside the book as well as. Doubles of all of the stickers So that you can throw them on whatever you want There are hmm. so many stickers wow, cool. In this book It's ridiculous So nice. um, so I'll talk, I'll talk a little bit more in depth About each of these uh, in, in future episodes But that visual guide I can't recommend it highly enough Because nice. it's got all of the information About Star Wars Rebels That is out there right now It's the whole thing So if you're like me and you can't get enough then head out there and, and pick one up, unless, of course, you know you want to wait and see if you
0: win. And, yeah, you can win your right copy here. on on the next
1: episode. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: So write us in, man. Let yeah. us know, and we'll, uh, you guys will have that book. That's, that's a great first giveaway for yes. our first yes. episode. Excellent. And
1: uh, and a huge thank you to DK yeah. uh, Publishing for sending us all of these review copies. Cool. Uh, and uh, you know what? Like some of them, some of them I might even we might even give away later.
0: Uh, yeah, definitely. So we'll
1: see. And and they're going to continue to send stuff. So that's cool. We'll have some cool stuff to give away. But I I don't know. I think that just about does it for this episode, yeah. right? We, well, got, we got we got one thing
0: to go out on. But yeah, one thing to go out on. It's uh like you said, you're going to win this, you can win this book after you see that first episode or or just before um, right into us like you said, and we're going to be talking about Yeah. Uh, the movie, the actual movie on uh, our next episode. And here's just a quick taste.
1: It's an Imperial Star Destroyer. The biggest
0: event in the galaxy is
1: finally here. Prepare to board. Disney XD on Disney Channel presents...
0: Entering hyperspace.
1: Star Wars Rebels, the movie. Something's coming. In the course of my duties, I have encountered a Rebel South. Who are these guys? For a boy on his own like Ezra...
0: I'm sure your parents must be worried sick.
1: I don't have parents. ...joining a band of heroes... Come with me and be trained in the ways of the Force.
0: ...gives him the family he needs.
1: I work alone. Not this time. We will each be challenged. Our trust, our faith, our friendships.
0: A new hope will emerge. May the Force be with you.
1: Star Wars Rebels The Movie premieres next Friday at 9 on Disney Channel.
0: There you go, Mike. It's coming. Disney's first foray into the Star Wars universe, and we're all looking forward to it. So, yeah, get your emails in, win that book, and get ready, because we're going to be starting uh, just after that, that Monday following the premiere, uh, we will be recording. So uh, stay tuned, folks. Here we come. Here we go. Yeah, is that it? Right? Absolutely.
1: And sorry? Is, is
0: so are we going out? Is that it?
1: Yeah, 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 oh, that's okay. it. So as always, yes. you can find us online at rebelspodcast.com uh, where Tim keeps you up to date with all the latest and greatest Star Wars Rebels news. Uh, I say this all the time, but it is the absolute best place on the internet mm-hmm. to get your Star Wars Rebels news because everything is there tim doesn't miss a thing no so uh it's it's all collected right there at one url at rebelspodcast.com totally dedicated to star wars rebels that's all you're gonna see on there so if that's what you're looking for if you're like oh i don't remember where i f- saw that trailer or uh, i wanted to see those pictures of those action figures again that's the best place to do it uh, and, uh, of course, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rebelspodcast. And on Twitter at twitter.com slash rebelspodcast. Uh, and, and, like we said, email us rebelspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know who your favorite character is. What you thought of the, uh, of the Star Wars Rebels movie, the premiere. And, uh, and we will read those emails in our next episode which will be around the 6th. We'll yeah. be recording on, on October 6th uh, and then releasing sometime in the next day or so after that. So right. so that's when you want to get your stuff in. We'll give you the weekend to watch the episode and send us an email. And uh, yeah, that's, that's it for it's us that. this time. Yeah. The next time we talk to you... Star Wars Rebels will have premiered. Yes, so uh, we did it. We made it.
0: We're we're there. (laughs) Finally there. Finally there. All right, man. We'll see everybody after the premiere. See you soon.